Podcast Network Asia. Project Loving Myself Podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. During this global crisis, everything is flipped upside down. And so what's so important is that we learn not to get reactive and live in default. So instead, create your own flow. Do what works for you. You're listening to Project Loving Myself Podcast. A well-being podcast that shares stories of self-love, mental fortitude, and self-discovery. Hosted by life designer and well-being coach, Sanaya Gurnamal. Hi, I'm Sanaya Gurnamal and this is the Project Loving Myself podcast. Join me each week as we navigate through aha moments, new ideas, and flashes of insight from candid conversations that inspire you to get started on your own project of loving yourself. Because the most important relationship you will ever have is the relationship that you have with yourself. You matter. This is Project Loving Myself. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining me today on this brand new episode of Project Loving Myself, where we're going to learn a lot more about a well-being tool that is just not talked about enough for the many benefits it has to offer. So let me tell you about how I got into it. When I first started to discover well-being and meditation in my own life, I wanted to explore everything I could get my hands on. It was one of the most exciting times in my life as I dabbled in the mystical arts, among other topics in well-being. I explored tarot and oracle cards. I would collect crystals, place them in my room, around my home. And I even experimented with aromatherapy and essential oils. Like a child in a candy store, there was always so much to experience and learn about. And every step took me to a better understanding of the self, which brought me a lot of peace and calm in my crazy life. And using essential oils in particular augmented my sense of well-being. Now, recently in a Facebook group called Glamo Mamas that I belong to, this is a group that was started by our guest Amanda Griffin Jacob from season one, someone floated a question about essential oils which ended up getting 121 comments from the various members of the group. I realized then that this is a very relevant topic for a lot of people out there who are looking to integrate greater well-being into their daily lives. And of course, essential oils is one such tool to do so. Now, I'm sure you can agree that this pandemic has been a huge opportunity for us to start prioritizing our physical, emotional, and mental well-being. I remember meeting up with some friends some time ago. They were all vaccinated, of course. And I was so impressed by how much healthier and fitter several of my friends looked. They had taken this last year to exercise, to eat better, and to live a cleaner life. As have I. 
We finally have the time and space to do so as we stay at home more and spend less time wasting our energy on things that don't bring us anything positive into our lives. And so on today's episode, we will learn more about how essential oils might be the perfect way to invite more well-being in. Our guest today is Vicky Chang, an essential oil lover and advocate who believes that by understanding oneself, we can attain a better quality of life through natural wellness. Her Instagram handle reads, The Essential Queen. And as would do any queen of her own castle, Vicky is constantly educating her community about essential oils and providing them with all the support and resources to be able to benefit from it. So let's take the journey of understanding how essential oils can enhance our lives with Vicky Chang. Welcome to the podcast, Vicky. Thank you so much for having me, Sanaya. I've been such a follower, and so it was kind of the universe bringing this around back to me when you sent me that message. Well, I'm really glad that you said yes and agreed to, to come on the podcast and share. I know you have just so much knowledge about essential oils. So I'm actually looking to learn uh, a bit from you as well. That'd be great. I'd love to share so much with you and everyone listening. So Vicky, tell me, how did you get into essential oils? Like, where does the story start? So it started with myself when I was in my early 20s and I hit a quarter life crisis as do many of us. And so I I was actually not trained in business or communications or anything like it. My course in college was early childhood education. And so what happened was that I decided I, uh, teaching wasn't really for me. I enjoyed it, but it didn't really give me purpose. But now the problem was I didn't know what to do. And so I actually spent around two, three years going through different things. I learned so many things. I went to a different country to learn a new language until I ended up also uh, developing a lot of personal issues, really more on self-doubt confidence issues as well as anxiety a lot of anxiety i am such a thinker i live in my own head that i can think myself into a panic attack and then one day my mom gave me her extra oils that she didn't know what to do with and so i just got it and i started reading about it and i tried one it was an oil that was for anxiety and the oils inside were frankincense, spruce, ho wood. So it's a very grounding, calming oil. And so when I had a panic attack, you actually feel it before it comes. It, it hits you big in the end. So when it comes, it's like a tsunami that is just not slowing down. And so I grabbed it, I applied it and immediately that anxiety went away the panic attack didn't come and that's when it all started for me that's when I just started using essential oils fully you know Vicky I particularly like frankincense and I use that with my students in theta healing classes it is definitely a very spiritual oil and I think you know for you to have your first experience being with frankincense I mean that's pretty remarkable I also think it's very interesting that you you were grappling with these mental health sort of challenges that a lot of people are going through, whether it's the pandemic, whether it's, you know, college, it's uh, work, career, family, 
I mean, there are many different causes that help us, not help us, I would say that influence us in ways that create anxiety, stress, panic attacks, and so on. And I've, of course, worked with a lot of people dealing with those kind of issues. I also have friends who are oil lovers, and they swear by the calming abilities of essential oils. So tell me a little bit about how these essential oils actually work. How did that frankincense stop your panic attack? How did this actually help you physically and emotionally? I'm really happy you talked about it being a spiritual oil because the thing is, the one thing that I've personally learned is that when we are experiencing something we're scared of, when we're experiencing pain and challenges, as humans, we have the tendency to run away and to avoid. And it gets to a point where your cup becomes overflown and it kind of bites you in the butt really bad. So instead from that experience, what I learned and even years after with my essential oils, I've learned to go towards the pain, to kind of try to feel it. Because sometimes that pain, that struggle, it points you towards the direction that matters most. And so with frankincense, if you try smelling that oil, it is such a grounding, calming, spiritually centering oil. So if you are like me, you're an overthinker, you can't stop thinking, and you're kind of feeling a burnout in your head, the frankincense immediately brings you back to your center. It silences all of that. Now, if we're talking about frankincense on a scientific level, frankincense is also known as the king of oils because it can help with a lot of physical and health concerns. And so for those of you who are curious, there was a documentary, I think over 10 years ago, it's called The Truth About Cancer. And so they did talk about frankincense and sandalwood. Sandalwood, one of the best sources are actually from India. And we also have frankincense studies being made when it comes to um, degenerative diseases. And so there was a study where they found that in frankincense, there is a natural chemical constituent. It's called sesquiterpenes. And they found that this one can actually penetrate the blood-brain barrier. And so that, that they're currently going through a lot of scientific studies when it comes to using frankincense for Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and such. So Vicky, just to make it a little easier for people to understand, right? I believe that essential oils are very powerful because they reach our nervous system quicker than anything else would reach our nervous system, like quicker than medication, quicker than any other substance that we put in our body. And it has something to do with our limbic system, like our sense of smell, Pick like we pick that up really quickly. Is that correct? Can you elaborate a little bit more on why essential oils in general and not just one particular oil, but why do they work? You know, why do they actually work on us? Yes. So that's true. With essential oils, they're fat soluble. And basically what that means is that if you try to place water on your, on your skin, it kind of just slides off. But with essential oils, when you place it on your skin and rub it, it's almost immediately absorbed. And that's why it penetrates your body really quickly. And in the case of, let's say, the blood-brain barrier, that's a barrier that doesn't allow a lot of things to penetrate 
whereas with the oils, it is able to do so. So that's kind of a promising research that is found. Now, you talked about the limbic system. When you're inhaling the essential oils, the molecules are really fine. They travel into your nose, and it's caught by your olfactory receptors. And so what happens is we are wired quite differently. So when, let's say, Sanaya, if you smell an oil, the feelings you get and the feelings I'll get might be different. And so to give you an example, with the constituents of an essential oil, it has varying degrees of heaviness. So the way, the number that each of these constituents are hit, it kind of hits a combination of nerves in our brain that is translated into different feelings. So something to be clearer, let's say we have lavender essential oil. Lavender essential oil is supposed to make you feel really relaxed and calm. Okay. And so if a general person tries smelling lavender, the nerves that get hit, it gets hit nerves one, two, three. And so this combination gives this person a feeling of relaxed and, you know, smooth and sleep better. But then we also have people who smell lavender and they don't feel relaxed at all. They can't sleep. And that's because all of us are wired differently. And so when it comes to using essential oils, it's really hard to say that this oil works the same for everyone. And that's why the oil is such a personal experience. You do need to go through it. It's helpful to have someone to guide you and kind of see which one works best specifically for you. And it would be really interesting for you to realize that in different periods of your life, when you're going through different things, your preference for essential oils also does change. So it's almost like we have this inner intelligence that guides us towards certain oils that might benefit us more than other ones. Because I know that that happens to me. There are certain times in my life that I'm seeking, you know, certain oils, whether I'm putting it, you know, in a burner for aromatherapy, or I just want to inhale it. So I do notice that that happens with me. Now, Vicky, what you said actually reminded me of something I saw on Netflix, there was a mini series called Halston on the designer, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, he was big, I think, in the 80s. So um, the the miniseries was about Halston and how he was choosing the combination of uh, scents for his new perfume. And he was with someone who was a specialist. And she was telling him on the show that I was watching that we also associate different scents with different memories in our lives. So, you know, if we had a traumatic experience and it was outside by a certain flower or tree, then that scent gets associated with that traumatic experience. Okay. And it works both in a positive and negative way. So for example, if we have really great memories of sitting around in the kitchen with our grandmother while she was baking with cinnamon, then cinnamon will always be a comforting smell for us. So different smells get associated with memories. And so there's that aspect as well, that if we can kind of be more aware of what smells we grew up with that made us feel good, that that too could also work for us. So is that correct? Am I correct in making that association, Vicky? Yeah, you're completely on point. So we mentioned earlier about the limbic system. And so our limbic system, so when you inhale the oils, it's caught by your olfactory receptors. And your receptors are nerves that are directly 
connected to your limbic system. And so our limbic system is the emotional part of our brain. And this part controls our blood pressure, our memories, as well as our breathing and our heart rate. And so you notice that these are the things that we don't consciously control, but it just happens as we go along. So, so I can see how that affects in terms of your memories as well. So just to clarify again for their listeners, olfactory, she means the nose, the nasal receptors, correct? Okay. And then another thing also is the limbic system is also responsible for our sex drive, right? And there are certain oils that, you know, build the energy of romance. They make us feel kind of very um, sexy or they might make us feel like in the mood to kind of pamper ourselves. So it can be very relaxing as well because of the, the tendency of the limbic system to be responsible for those emotions as well, right? Even there are some oils that you can use to set the mood right for you and your partner or even just for yourself because oils such as the ilang ilang, the rose, or even the geranium are natural aphrodisiacs. Absolutely. Wow, that's really uh, good information, I think, to have for a lot of us uh, who might be interested in using that. Now, Vicky, you are the founder of doTERRA Philippines. Tell me a little bit more about this and how that happened. Back then, there was no like doTERRA in the Philippines. And so when there wasn't this available, I started sharing and building here in the Philippines. And so what happens with doTERRA is doTERRA is an essential oil company for those of you who don't know, and it rewards those of its members who have paved the way for the entry of the business into the country. So in this case, the Philippines. And so what happens is to make it really simple, I started early, I did a lot of classes, I shared, um, I met a lot of people, I helped everyone get their oils at wholesale or even below wholesale with their membership. And so when I built the market in the Philippines to be big enough, of course, together with the help of many of our other leaders, then doTERRA was able to come in and set up an actual business, a company, a shop. And so what happens is I became the founder. And that means I'm kind of like the stockholder of their Philippine market. Fantastic. And so doTERRA is one of the most, I would say, well-known brands when it comes to essential oils, correct? It's such a young brand. It started only in 2008, and it's the world's biggest brand so far. And I think that's partly because, or mostly because doTERRA specifically works with medical professionals. Okay. Because I, my experience actually was with Young Living Oils, which are also amazing oils. And then I discovered doTERRA as well. And I know that they have really amazing product. Now, one of the things that I remember when I took a seminar with Young Living Oils, I wanted to know a little bit more about the kinds of oils and, you know, the benefits. And this was way back when. And I remember they talked a lot about the importance of essential oils being of therapeutic grade. And I know doTERRA is also, you know, a brand that carries therapeutic grade essential oils. So can you demystify this concept of therapeutic grade? What does that mean? And why is that even important in an essential oil? 
Okay, so we have a lot of essential oils out there. You have something that is super cheap near the escalators at the mall, and you have things that are a little bit more expensive, and you're wondering if they're both lavender, if it's both peppermint, how come the prices vary so much? And so for you to get an essential oil, you want to ask yourself, am I getting this essential oil just to make the room smell good, or do I want something to actually create an impact on my health and my lifestyle and so if you're going for let's say the health and lifestyle route then clearly you want something that is of a certain quality because the thing with essential oils is essential oil quality depends on plant quality and plant quality depends on where they're grown they need to be indigenously grown because it's a natural environment since plants are very dependent on the water the soil climate temperature and even the season of that period of harvest and so to make it even more clear for everyone lavender is an essential oil many of us have probably tried at some point in our lives you've tried lavender that smells super strong like perfume you've also tried lavender that smells super gentle and light and earthy now the question is what's the difference when you get down to the chemistry of it you can get lavender the best lavender is the french bulgarian area yeah. in a lavender the most important component that helps you relax is a component called linalool. And so if you get lavender from, let's say, the French Bulgarian area, linalool levels are this high. So it's like this effective in helping you relax and sleep better, okay? Now, what if you got lavender from, let's say, China? Because China also does produce great smelling lavender too. But the problem there is that with lavender that's grown in China, which is not its natural environment, it produces linole levels at a much lower level. It might smell stronger, but it's not as effective therapeutically in helping you relax. And so that's why therapeutic grade is important. Now, with the essential oil industry, every single brand, even if you start a random brand and you wanna put on the bottle all natural therapeutic grade, even if it's not, that's fine. And that's the sad part because a lot of us are using these essential oils with our families, with our children. And so those who are much more sensitive, they might develop skin issues, breathing issues, and that's not what you want. And so that's why doTERRA really focused on the certified therapeutic grade. And so what that means is we're saying that our oils are therapeutic, they are pure, no contaminants, no pesticides, and have the highest level of what you want to give you therapeutic results. And we're gonna show you. And so for every single doTERRA bottle in the bottom, there is actually like a batch code in the yellow thing. And so what happens is you can go to a website, it's called source2u.com. You can type in the batch code and they will show you the third party test result of your specific bottle. You'll see exactly what's inside at exactly which levels. And so it's this level of transparency that a lot of medical professionals are willing to work with doTERRA. So if you have any brand telling you that, honestly, believe them when they show you. Otherwise, it's just a marketing thing. Okay. And I believe also if an essential oil is therapeutic grade, we can actually ingest it because there are some oils that can be ingested. So that is partly true. So pure essential oils are great, 
but not every single pure essential oils are safe for internal use because they're just really not meant for it. And so we would recommend you go for food oils, food oils like orange, lemon, grapefruit, bergamot. And if you're not sure, check with the person that you're getting it from. So in the case of doTERRA, we have the oils that are safe for internal use. It's labeled for internal use. And then it's FDA approved to be so as well. Okay, fantastic. And tell me, for someone who is interested in just kind of venturing into essential oils, they don't know much about it, but they definitely want to work it into their lifestyle. Where do you recommend they start? So I highly recommend they start by talking to someone. You need to talk to a human being because if you try researching, it just becomes so overwhelming and confusing. And so really talk to someone and express to them your needs. Do you have specific needs or lifestyle concerns that you're wondering if essential oils can help? And usually in these conversations, new things that the individual didn't realize could be helped with essential oils actually pop up. And so when you start with essential oils, start with yourself and as well as your family, because experience is the best way for you to learn. And Vicky, is there such a thing as like an essential oil consultant or therapist or, you know, someone, I don't know what they're called, but someone who can advise you on how to you know, choose the right oils for your specific concern. Is there such a thing? So uh, we have like doTERRA wellness advocates and it really depends at the end of the day with whom you talk to because people think that essential oil business is an oil business, but it's actually not. It's a people business. And so what happens is those who come to you are attracted to you by the way you help them. And so the more you help, the more successful you'll be if you're just in it for the sale, if you're just in it for the sign up, and you're really not going to last very long. So definitely find someone that you can talk to who can give you proper answers and tips and info. And if you feel like it's a really good relationship, then go ahead and you know buy a package or sign up. Okay. And where do people start in terms of what oils can they easily start with? You know, how do they use some basic oils for enhancing their life? Like where do they go with essential oils first? What do you recommend? Okay. So uh, let's say if you're interested in oils, but you're really, really not sure about where to start. So it depends on you. I would recommend that if you like taking online classes, I have a free online video which talks about the top 10 oils that every household can start with because it's like a natural first aid kit. And so, you know, I talk about oils, how it helps you, how you can use it because there are different methods for different circumstances. And then safety, just to make sure you know how to use the oils for everyone in your home, including young children and what to do in the event of accidents, and then the oils. And so in this session, if let's say all of the oils sound really good to you, then you can get that package because then you kind of start off with discounts and a lot of freebies. But if at the end of the session, you feel like, okay, I resonate with a few of the oils, I'm not interested in the others, then list those down and then we can talk and make a package for you. Okay. So 
what do you use oils for? Like, how do you use essential oils in your life personally? Personally, I use a lot. <laughs> so I do it throughout the day. It depends. So I actually have oil stations in different parts of my home. So if you see, I'm right now in my workroom. I have my portable diffuser with me. I have a set of oils. So for work, I have my lab, I have my peppermint, wild orange, and rosemary. And so these oils are for focus. These oils are for focus, for creativity, for supporting memory. And then if we're talking about my living room, I go there in the afternoon to relax, wind down and read. And so I can use some tangerine and basil. Those two oils help with burnouts, which a lot of us are experiencing. And then maybe in my kitchen, I have my food oils because we have our lemon oil, which is great for detox and weight loss management. Mm -hmm. And then we also have our meta metabolic boosting blend for weight loss as well. And then in my bedroom, I have the nice calming oils. So oils such as our lavender, the balance. The balance was the one with the frankincense whole wood that I was using for anxiety. So these oils to help me wind down. I'm, I'm learning during this pandemic that since we're staying at home so much more, it is important to kind of set up stations so that you don't do work in your bedroom because when it's time to sleep, you're gonna have a hard time sleeping. So you want to have different stations for different things and you can really support that even more and make the experience so much better with great smelling oils. Wow, I love this idea of having stations. And you know, my husband, between the two of us, it's actually my husband who just loves aromatherapy of all kinds. Okay. He's really into it. And so he buys a lot of different oils. And right now he's obsessed with like the smell of oud. So everything is like oud candles and like oud oils and, and things like that. But we have like everything in one part of our room and we kind of move around the diffuser. But I think this idea of having stations and having oils specific to that area of the home is such a great idea. Now, before we get to the next question, we're going to be right back after this short break. Hi, this is Mirza Sison. Got lots of goals and dreams, but are phased by obstacles? Join me as I help you unpack the tools you need to navigate through life's sometimes bumpy roads. Listen to my podcast called You Can Do This. You Can Do This, available in all major podcast platforms. So what would you, I know you mentioned a couple of oils already, but can you give us, Vicky, some ideas? Like what are the kinds of oils that we want to, you know, put just for a great scent? What do we want to use for like relaxation? Can you give us some tips on, you know, what would be some easy ways to already start benefiting from the different kinds of oils? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. 
Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So if you're really new to oils and you're not exactly an expert in blending, because we do have those two, the easiest way for you to get started is to get a diffuser. Definitely get a diffuser, get a ultrasonic diffuser where it distributes fine mist through vibrations because you don't want to diffuse essential oils through heat because the heat can really break down the essential oils and then you might not experience the full benefits of it. So it's like eating salad. Okay, so Vicky, I'm going to interrupt you. So you know those like old school burners with the candle and the water? We don't want to do those. No, probably don't do that. Okay, so <laughs> ultrasonic diffusers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And that's something easy to get? Super easy. I'll show you guys what it looks like on the inside. So give me a moment. Okay. So this is what an ultrasonic diffuser looks like inside. It just looks like this. It has like a metal disc in the center. And it has like this red stick. This is like the height of the water. And so if the diffuser inside looks like this, then it is. Because a lot of people confuse their air purifier, those swirly things, as a diffuser, and it's really not. Okay. So ultrasonic diffuser, that's what we should look for. Okay. Yes. And what are the oils you recommend? Getting started. I highly recommend definitely during this global crisis, get your flume. So flume is this doTERRA recipe that all of us swear by whenever we're feeling under the weather. It is something that gives us a big jolt into our immune system. So flume, start. it stands for frankincense. It stands for lemon. It stands for oregano. It stands for on guard and melaleuca. And so I'll give you an idea how this comes into play in terms of helping you feel better. If you feel some tightness in your throat, if you know you want to cleanse the air, frankincense is the king of oils. It also helps with supporting your body's natural recovery at a cellular level. That's why frankincense is so amazing. We have lemon oil, which is great at purifying. It's very purifying and cleansing. So it helps you get rid of what you don't want in your body. And then we have our oregano. Oregano is a super strong oil. It is such a heavyweight. Oregano is found to be really high in natural constituents, found to be antibacterial and antiviral. And we also have On Guard, which is our immune support blend, and Melaleuca. Melaleuca is a natural expectorant. Melaleuca is also known as tea tree. And so if you have young children in the home and, you know, they have a hard time expelling phlegm, you can apply some of the melaleuca on their throat. And then this helps them expel phlegm a lot smoother. In terms of happy blends, let's say for productivity, productivity wise, look at peppermint and wild orange together. Because peppermint really increases alertness and focus. So if you've been feeling overwhelmed, peppermint helps with that. If you've been feeling stuck, wild orange will open your mind up. It is the oil of creativity. It is the oil of opportunity and abundance. How about like jasmine? What would you use jasmine for, Vicky? 
Jasmine is also a natural aphrodisiac. It is a very feminine oil. I love jasmine if there are days when I feel like I haven't been very kind to myself. And I'm sure many of us aren't. So at the end of the day, you know, it's good to wind down with some jasmine because if you try smelling jasmine, it's such a feminine oil, but it's also just so luxurious. And so it's great to treat yourself at the end of the day, whether it is to diffuse it into the night or even add one drop into your favorite moisturizer and apply onto your face or do a body massage. It would be great for your skin as well. Would you say that a jasmine oil is similar to like a rose oil or a lavender oil in that regard? Like these are like calming, relaxing type of oils? Yes. However, the level of it is a bit different. And so with lavender, it is relaxing. It's not entirely feminine and soft. It's more earthy. So it brings you kind of your nerves kind of down. If we talk about jasmine, it's a little bit more um, feminine and softer. And then we have rose, which is a whole other level. And so rose essential oil is actually very expensive. For you to produce a pure 5 ml rose oil, it takes around 10,000 rosebuds. And wow. so, yeah, if you get an oil that's rose from a mall and it's like, you know, maybe a thousand pesos, chances are it's not really pure. Okay. And how about, Vicky, like for anxiety, for stress? for panic attacks. I know, again, you mentioned frankincense, which isn't that easy to get here in the Philippines. At least I don't see frankincense as widely available. What are some other oil alternatives for treating that kind of more like mental stress that we want to, that we want to work through? So in terms of other oils available locally, I know Ilang Ilang might be available locally, but mm -hmm. I don't have a source for that. I know LME is also available, so that can be looked at as well. But when we talk about stress, I think it's important for us to also really dive down deep as to figuring out why are you stressed? How are you feeling when you're stressed? Because it's not always that frankincense is going to help you. You know, you don't want to spend a lot on it and find out it doesn't work because when you're stressed out, it tends to be built up over time. It tends to be multidimensional. And so stress can be physically when we feel super tight around the neck and shoulders. And so you don't have to go for the frankincense or the lavender. You can go for the peppermint or a marjoram. Just a light massage would help. If you have mental stress, then definitely frankincense can help. But if you want something else, copaiba oil is also great. And if we talk about emotional stress, which I think a lot of us are learning to experience during this pandemic, so true. then we can, yeah, we can also look at oils such as the, the wild orange to bring some happiness or even lavender can help because lavender is actually the oil of self-expression. And so if you're feeling stressed out because you feel like you're being ignored, if you feel like you're isolated, if you feel like you're being misunderstood, then maybe lavender is all you need. Wow. How about lemongrass or uh, another oil would be eucalyptus? How would you use lemongrass, eucalyptus, maybe even citronella? How do you recommend those oils be used? 
So lemongrass is great. It's amazing for massage. And so if at night, many of us are mentally so tired, but we can't sleep because we're physically so tense with all the cortisol pumping up, then give yourself a little bit of a lemongrass massage. Massage a few drops into your shoulders, into your legs, into your arms. If you have a loving partner, have them massage it into your back. That would be great as well. The other oil is eucalyptus. Eucalyptus is actually great to diffuse during the night. So uh, when we talk about breathing, you can use several oils, but it also depends. So let's say if you have a hard time breathing, you can definitely use peppermint. But if you try to use peppermint at night, it might keep you up because it's very energizing. So instead, if at night you have a hard time sleeping because your nose is clogged and you need some help, go for the eucalyptus. You'll notice that when you smell eucalyptus, it does open up your airways, but it's much more warmer. And so that's something you can use at night to help you sleep a lot better. That is such great information, Vicky. Now, there are a lot of people out there who don't believe in essential oils. They're skeptics. You know, I've seen posts where people are like, oh, I don't believe in this stuff or it doesn't really work. What would you say to those people? So I've actually met a lot of those people too. So it's fine if you guys feel that way. It's totally normal. Usually I've learned about their experience and it's kind of no wonder they feel that way. A lot of people I've met who, who believe that really believe it because the person who they were talking to tried to tell them what oil is good for them. And then when it didn't work, they just crickets, they ran away. And so, you know, you probably shouldn't do that. And so when I shared, I listened to them about why it didn't work. And I kind of understood why and made a few tweaks and suggestions. Then it worked for them and that changed their mind. So for those of you who don't believe but is willing to give it another go, you know, we can try it out because the truth is medicine, doctors, all of that, it's so important. Like we, we can't say they're not good for you because historically they've saved so much lives. However, we know that with medicine, pharmaceutical medicine, it's not something you can take long term. You can take it, but at some point it's going to take a toll on your kidneys and your liver. And so if right now you have a specific condition and you are going through some treatments with your doctor or taking medicine, then we can also incorporate essential oils together and use it effectively so that both of these worlds come together and complement your life, you know, the whole you rather than partly because there's not a single organ in your body that functions on its own. You know, Vicky, I'm, I'm glad you said that. And you were talking about this because I recently read an article about how um, in the medical and scientific community, there is a lot of research being done with essential oils because essential oils have, they hold a promise of, of being able to help us with a variety of different diseases where medication has its limitations. And one of the things that the article was talking about is that, you know, when, when we're prescribed too many antibiotics, eventually the, the bacteria gets resistant or even what we're seeing with the COVID virus, right? It keeps mutating into different forms. And so even though we are creating vaccinations, you know, some of the vaccinations no longer work against this strain. 
And so, you know, bacteria, virus, microbes of any kind, they have this ability to um, mutate, to transform itself, to evade whatever we are using to combat it. Whereas essential oils, they hold the promise of being able to help us with a variety of different microbial challenges. And without the the microbe actually becoming immune or, you know, becoming resistant to the essential oil. So there is, I think, quite a future that lies ahead for us to see medicine start to incorporate a lot more essential oils into, you know, into that field. So what are your thoughts about that? I agree because I have had personal experience. I I grew up in the Philippines. So I'm actually from Taiwan, but I grew up in the Philippines. I came when I was super young. And so what happened was in the Philippines, I always get really sick at least three times a year, like really bad cough. And so it's gone to a point where I've kept my doctor's prescription and I would just not go to the doctor and just go to the pharmacy and get the antibiotic that I want. And so my favorite one, I I have a favorite antibiotic. I know it's horrible, but it's so helpful. It's a three pill one. And so it's so amazing because it just does wonders with just three pills. But I noticed that the more I took it, the more easily I would get sick and the longer it would take for me to recover. And so there was a time, actually, this was also one of the turning points with my essential oil experience. There was a time when I used to teach in New Zealand, in Wellington specifically, and in the centers there, they encourage kids to run outside in the rain. And it's it boosts immune, yes, but for an adult, it's a bit too late. And so I got really sick. I didn't have my antibiotics. And then so I ended up coughing so hard for two weeks that I fractured my ribs. And so like if you put your hand on that area and I cough, you can feel that rib poking out. And so ever since after that experience, I cannot cough too hard. I cannot cough too long because those parts, it'll break again because it's happened before. And so I've been super religious with my immune support oils. And so when you talked about the promise of essential oils and covering a part that medicine technically can't cover for now, I think that's great that you mentioned because with essential oils, they don't actually heal you of everything. What essential oils really do is that they enter your body and then they poke at your immune system. They poke at your natural body reactions. They elevate it even more to help your body heal itself. And that's really our strongest weapon during this period. You want a body that's strong, that can defend itself at most. And so that's why when you are in essential oils, people always ask, will I become addicted to it? No, you won't. You're not going to have withdrawal symptoms because it just makes your systems function a lot better. And so that's what I love about the oils. You know, Vicky, I was doing some research last night and I chose my quote. I have a quote for every episode and I chose a quote for today's episode. The quote that I chose is uh, by, it was said by Hippocrates and he said, the greatest medicine of all is to teach people how to not need it. And as you were speaking, I said, wow, this quote that I chose is so appropriate because, you know, that's the way of the future, I think, for our 
you know, our physical and emotional well-being is to get to a point where we don't need medication to help us heal anymore, but we are actually teaching our immune system to be stronger and for our bodies, as you said, own natural um, defensive ability to, you know, to, to keep us safe, to keep us healthy. And I'm really loving what you said about how essential oils work. And I think that, you know, this is really something we should all be exploring. We should all learn a lot more about it. Now, Vicky, what I also got from today's conversation is we can start with essential oils in terms of aromatherapy, you know, put on a diffuser in different areas of our home, depending on what, you know, outcome we're looking to achieve with it. Maybe we want to be more alert or more relaxed. We can also use essential oils to inhale it, to lift our mood. So you mentioned that as well. I'm sure we can use essential oils, you know, just dip a, drop a couple of different scents in the bath, correct? Like we can do that with bath water as well. And how about some other ways of working with essential oils, like household cleaners? You mentioned food grade essential oils as well, you know, putting some essential oils in our food. Can you tell me a little bit more of some other uses that perhaps we haven't talked about that might be helpful? Yeah, so definitely when you have, let's say, food grade oils, you can start infusing some oils like your olive oil or your almond oil or any oil that you have with some of the essential oil. If the one thing I also love doing is in making ice cubes, I would add a few drops of peppermint essential oil into that. And so when it's feeling really hot, when I drop the ice cube into my water, it's naturally minty as well. You can Ooh, also I, keep- I love that. But it has to yeah, be it's really food nice. grade. It has to be food grade peppermint. Right, because you don't want to eat something that's kind of toxic, especially not your kids. Yeah, for sure. So we have that. If you want to wash pesticides off your fruits and veggies, you can fill up a tub of water and add a few drops of your lemon and just swish it around and then rinse it off. So that's a natural way to cleanse your fruits and veggies. So Vicky, I use apple cider vinegar couple of drops of apple cider vinegar to clean my lettuce or, you know, clean some of my vegetables to wash the pesticide off of it. So lemon oil works the same way? It works the same way. Or if you want to keep the apple cider vinegar and also add your lemon oil, that would be fine too. Because apple cider vinegar, it doesn't smell that great. (laughs) So yeah, that would that would be really good too. Um, If there's anyone out there who's looking to lose some weight, then keep your lemon essential oil around and drink that before you eat because that helps with detox as well. Um, What else? So Vicky, so another point about that, like I also do lemon water and I put a little bit like turmeric and some other things in there. So that again is similar to using the lemon oil, correct? Is using a natural lemon. I thought it was, okay. and I learned from Chef Barney Alejandro that it wasn't. So it turns out, she says that when you squeeze lemon juice into water, it actually turns everything acidic. It's not, it turns out it's not what we thought it was in terms of balancing your pH. And so she says that if you wanted to take the the because she has people who would take the lemon water but over the long term it damaged their teeth and and their throat 
And so through her research, she says that lemon oil would be a better option because lemon oil is the essential oil. It does not have vitamins. It does not have any acids. And so that would be an option that you can look at to use daily without hurting the lining of your throat, your stomach, and your teeth. Wow, that's also very interesting. I'm learning so much on this episode. This is really great. Okay, anything else like you suggest? So we were talking, so you mentioned the peppermint ice. That was pretty cool. The lemon. How about, do you recommend like essential oils for cleaning in the house? Yes. So uh, if you want to clean with the home, I would recommend you look at lavender, peppermint, as well as melaleuca essential oil. Basically, it's just add a few drops into a bucket of water and wipe down the surfaces. Of course, different oils, different function. So we have melaleuca or tea tree that you can use, and it's helpful for mold and bacteria growth. You can also look at peppermint to wipe down surfaces because peppermint is a natural repellent for spiders and ants. And lastly... I was actually the- just going to ask you, Vicky. I was like, do you have a solution for ants? Because I have an <laughs> ant problem. I just had my house renovated and now all of a sudden there are ants coming in. So right. peppermint. Yeah, peppermint is great. Lavender used with caution because I was caught off guard with that. I live in an apartment, and so I share a drainage system with everyone. And so for those of you who live in an apartment, you'll know that things travel from drainage systems. And so what happened was I decided to wipe down my bathroom floor, the tiles, with water and lavender. And so I wiped it, and then it was smelling great and relaxing and fresh. And with the water I had left, I dumped it down the drainage system. Little problem. The cockroaches that lived in the drainage couldn't stand that, and they all came out. <gasps> and so, <laughs> oh, so I mean, it's great if you have a guy around ready to kill them for you. <laughs> Horrible if you're not. So, yeah, just be prepared. Oh, my. So my husband's really afraid of cockroaches, and he would make me <laughs> be the one to kill it. So in some cases, even if you have a guy around, it might not help. <laughs> oh, no. Oh my. All right. So Vicky, this has been really wonderful information. I'm actually really excited to set up stations in my house. I love that idea. That's that was actually one of the my favorite ideas from what you've shared. I'm also definitely more inspired to use more oils, I think, in my life. I, I don't tend to experiment too much. I use the, the same oils all the time, but I'm definitely inspired to go check out some other options, put them in my bedroom or in my bath and so on. Now, I have a question that I ask every guest who comes on my show, and I ask my guests, what is your Project Loving Myself mantra? for our listeners. And what I mean is, you know, what is your self-love quote, message, or inspiration that you would like to share with our guests? Something that maybe you do for yourself or you recommend others do for themselves. The one thing that I've been really trying to work at is, is this, and I'd say it for myself. So if it's for myself, it would be creating wellness, my terms, my way. And so you'd know that during this 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 global crisis, everything is flipped upside down. And so what's so important is that we learn not to get 
reactive and live in default because then it's not going to work out for too long. So instead, create your own flow, do what works for you. And so for those of your of you listening, you know, create wellness, your terms, your way, do things that really replenish you and refresh you. It could be, you know, as simple as eating your favorite chocolate cake. It could be reading your favorite book in bed for the day or even just using an essential oil that gives you a really good memory when you were younger. So yeah, that would be what I would want to share. I love that, you know, create wellness on your terms, your way. That is just such a beautiful way to say it. I also think that essential oils, you know, I'm so grateful for all the information you shared. That is a really great way for us to create well-being in a very, you know, it's very simple to use essential oils. It's not that complicated. Of course, you should know what you're doing, do a little bit of research or ask someone. But for the most part, you can't really go wrong with, you know, diffusing a lavender oil or a jasmine oil. You know, you can't really go wrong with doing a peppermint or as you said, a wild orange, correct? Wild orange. Yeah. So there are, you know, some really simple ways of using essential oils. And I really encourage everyone listening to to go out and, and, you know, have fun, play around with some essential oils, experiment and learn more about them. Now, Vicky, you, um, you know, as the founder of doTERRA, would you like to tell people a little bit more about what you do here in the Philippines and how people can learn a little bit more? So, hey everyone, I'm Vicky. Um, you can find more on about doTERRA and what I do with the oils on Instagram at The Essential Queen that Sanaya so generously shared earlier. I also do a lot of online classes and workshops. So if you, I've, I've done it for organizations, for companies, and even for small group parties. So if that's something that you want to do, we could do that. If you know, you have some doubts, if you have some questions that nobody has ever been able to answer you, then I invite you to challenge me on that too. I would love to have that kind of conversation with you. Now, Vicky, your Instagram handle, The Essential Queen, what's the story behind that? Actually, I started, so I know it doesn't show, but I'm super shy and I'm an introvert. <laughs> I would so. never guess that. <laughs> So I started out, my initial Instagram handle was not the essential queen. It was called doTERRA therapy. And so if you looked at my much older pictures, like 2015, 2016, 17, you'd not see my face at all. I would be hiding behind like a bottle or covering my face. And then it got to a point where our team grew really, you know, large. And so my my leaders were telling me that I need to step up. And so I changed the name to The Essential Queen and I had to claim that. And so far I've been trying to, hopefully I've been living up to everyone's expectations. Wow. So that was this, this whole oil journey is sort of your, it's your theme, right? It's, it's about sort of finding yourself and claiming your place in the light. Would you agree with that? Yes, hesitantly, but you know, you got to do things even if you're not ready so that you can experience the surprises of life. I think that's really beautiful. Vicky, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Project Loving Myself. Guys, you know, you should definitely check out her free workshop. I'm going to post it on Instagram. So if you follow at Project Loving Myself podcast and definitely 
you got to follow the essential queen. If you want to learn a lot more about essential oils, if you want to, you know, sign up for some of Vicky's classes and workshops, I think it could really, really help you out. Vicky, did I get all the social media details correct? Is there anything else you'd like yes. to share in yes. terms of any details for people to get in touch? No, just message me on Instagram or WhatsApp or Viber. My number's on my page. I'd love some human interaction. So yeah, go crazy with it. Awesome. Thank you again, Vicky. And I look forward to hearing from everyone out there a little bit more about how you're going to tap into the wonderful world of essential oils. Thank you. Share your thoughts with me about essential oils on Instagram and Facebook. And please do tag at Project Loving Myself Podcast and at Sanaya Gurnamal on all social media channels. Do follow this podcast on Spotify and give me a rating on Apple Podcasts so I can bring you more of the episodes that you like. With your love, this podcast can continue to inspire you to live your best life. As mentioned earlier, our quote for today's episode is, the greatest medicine of all is to teach people how to not need it. And I dream of a world when that would happen. Perhaps if we start taking better care of ourselves, we will be able to eliminate the many diseases and improve our immunity to viruses and bacteria. We need this now more than ever. When personal care becomes more preventive instead of corrective, we will know that we are finally doing something right. After all, we only have this one body to live our life. So take care of that body of yours. Thank you for listening in today and do visit season one and two for more of our Project Loving Myself episodes to rekindle that relationship with yourself. Project Loving Myself is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and powered by Podmetrics. You are love. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com